1: Welcome to the Bringing Intimacy Facts Show, where intimacy is real. Real. Yes, yes. For those out there who are listening today, I want to wish everyone a happy Veterans Day. I know today is a special day. Actually, my father, who um, was in the Army, was a veteran, and he's passed away a long time ago. However, I want to thank all the hard men and women out there who are always out there protecting us. You know, and that takes a big challenge out there to do that. And not everyone can do that. So um, enjoy your day. And we need to be honoring you each and every day. Yes. 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 Well, hi, Dr. Kelly. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing pretty fantastic. Hey, you know what? You're in Atlanta and I'm in Assinique. I'm in Michigan. Okay. Awesome. And you're in Georgia. It's really yes. cool. Some of the ways that, um, our society has been changing. It's not all been bad. Right.
1: Right. Right. In fact, I think, um, it's caused a lot of us to slow down. Yeah. You know, and to make sure that when we are spending time with our loved ones, that we have that intimate kind of relationship. Yes.
2: You know, that's one. I don't know if you've ever heard me say one of my monikers uh, or mottoes or mantra, if you will. It's be where you are. Mm-hmm. Like, like, don't get to Atlanta and then want to be in Fort Myers, or don't get to Hawaii and that destination, and then you're thinking about somewhere else. We Re- really fully be where you are. You know what, Doctor April? Have you ever been in a conversation with somebody and they're looking over your shoulder, like? You're at a party or whatever, and they're looking over the shoulder or around the room, and you're like, okay. Okay. Guess I'm not interesting enough for you. Um, okay. It's really nice when people are present and they are, when you're in front of them, they're fully engaged
1: in the conversation. And that is intimacy. Yes, yes. Many people, when they come to us to talk about intimacy, Or to talk about anxiety or depression, a lot of times they're not fully present. It's kind of what you just said. And we talk a lot about mindfulness. And when sometimes people hear that word mindfulness, they think it's a new religion or whatever the case may be. But psychologically, spiritually, uh, medically, we all agree that it's best to be in the present moment without judgment, mind, body, spirit, and soul.
2: Yes. Be fully engaged. Do You remember uh, one of our uh, other episodes and I was like, oh, uh, could you imagine like, you know, people talk about after sex cigarettes, right? They have sex. I mean, you see it on movies, right? They have sex and then they light up a cigarette like, wow, that was good. Like, you know, this deserves a cigarette. Like, and then remember when I talked about uh, uh, there was one like this was a few quite a few years ago where one of my clients had said that somebody had stopped sex and went to have a cigarette in the middle of it. And I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. that couldn't have been intimate.
1: No, not at all. Talk yeah, but- where you are. Let's just leave in the middle of it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and many times, sometimes people don't enjoy sex because they're not physically there. I mean, they're physically there, but they're not mentally and spiritually there. You know what I'm saying? They just leave their body, whether they're worried about dishes or it's not the right partner, or whatever the case may be. But as we're talking about sex right now, it is really supposed to be very intimate. Yeah. And guess what came out this week? My fourth book. Oh, and I'm it's so glad. all about sex. That's what that fourth book is about. The
2: fourth it's, book of the series of seven
1: yes, is all about it, sex. Yes, all about sex. And yes, which, which you got to check it out on Amazon. Um, but it talks about, what well, we just talked about that importance of mindfulness of being fully present with your partner. Yeah.
2: And so, yeah. Can you tell us, uh, give us, give us a little, like,
1: give us another little tidbit here or tidbit, tidbit. Okay. So another tidbit that's on the opposite end of that or somewhat of the same end, is in that book. Um, if you really hadn't thought about toys <laughs> yes, right. yes you have talked about sexual intimacy as like a playground right, right and toys um, sexual toys can honestly help you in that part of mindfulness that I was just talking about in the sense of feeling the different um, types of toys you know those, those sensations How about
2: people- what if people are intimidated by uh, toys?
1: Yes. Yes. Like so, if I don't
2: know. let's say if let's let's just say that there's a man who is not endowed, well right. endowed, and then the wife wants to bring in a toy, and he's intimidated by that, or the wife is intimidated to. I'm just. This is off our cup, right?
0: Right. Like, right. This is. We yes. don't have a
2: script here, and then the the wife is like, oh, I don't know. What if they're intimidated by saying, "Hey, I have an idea." What
1: would you say to them? What I say to them, kind of what you told me, uh, what we were talking about earlier, sex is really um, good intimacy. It's really supposed to be about a playground where you just come and play. So the toys are not actually people, you know, <laughs> they're, they're apples. Are- yeah, yes, toys. it's nothing to get jealous about. They're actually an object of some sort that you use just to help play that you guys share together. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to leave you for my, you know, vibrator or whatever the case may be. (laughs) Yeah, so it should not be looked at it that way. And in a relationship, you want to give. You know how um, joyful it is or when you see your partner being very satisfied? Yes. So, definitely. Um, And there's a lot more in the book. when in the book, we also use the terminology of peach. Oh, it's about the playground. It's the environment, awareness, you know, communication. So, yes, yeah, so definitely. Does that tie into the peach? I yes. get the idea.
2: Because I've been in Georgia, and when, I, when I'm going from Fort Myers, Florida, and I was driving to get to South Carolina, I passed that huge peach. You know what <laughs> I'm talking about? It By Spartanburg.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And peaches are very um, juicy. They're soft. There's a surprise in the center. So yeah, definitely.
2: Well, I'm sure that our listeners are going to be
1: looking for that chapter
2: four. How can they find
1: it? <laughs> they can find it definitely on Amazon. You just go there and look and look into Dr. April and yeah. But also this this month I heard, you know, a little bit of disturbing news, but I'm okay with it because it is about um, a little bit of what we're talking about today, of what we're going to go on to next, is personal growth. Right. Yeah. Yes. The disturbing news I heard was, Dr. Kelly, that you're not going to be able to continue. Yes. <laughs> Bringing into Missy Backshell, but it's for your growth. Yeah. For you it to was be a tough to- decision. It was a tough
2: decision. I've really been, I've enjoyed being a co-host and being a part of it. And speaking of personal growth, I have grown as a co-host of this show. You've really, really helped me, Dr. April, and I'm grateful. Oh, same here. Same here. You've yes. <laughs> and in fact, so many things have changed in my life since our conversation. And for those of you that are listening, uh, Dr. April and I have known one another for many years through another university that we both worked at, and then we had both since left the university and done private practice and other things. And I got lost one day, made a wrong turn. And I thought, hey, I'm close to Dr. April's office. Let me just go in there. And I had all kinds of crazy hair. My head was half shaved by a mistake somebody made. And um, I was- And that
1: mistake has really done you well. I just want to say that. Oh, I'm
2: loving my short hair. Thank you.
1: (laughs) And I'm even adapting to the
2: gray. I'm loving it. But that wrong turn- made me we went in there and then you had asked me questions i thought we were just catching up and that was like i learned you were interviewing me as a co-host for the show and you asked me you had you asked me a number of questions and it stimulated my interest and then you asked if i would be co-host and i'm grateful for that and the thing that um that i'm wanting to go into now is to do more public speaking and motivational speaking because ever since i was 10 years old i wanted to do that And I'm ready to springboard in the area. And I'm finally saying it. It's the first time I'm saying this publicly in the area of helping people with grief, not just stress, not just depression, but grieving with their emotions and their spiritual elements and the physical elements and grief. I've never said that out loud. I've, and that's, I was never ready for that before, ever. I don't want to talk about grief. Let me talk about some fun stuff like stress and depression.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Why do you think that part of grief is so important these days? Well,
2: because we have a lot more people that are grieving, not just over death, but over loss. Mm-hmm. So loss of Relationships, loss of income, loss of, yes, of loved ones. But uh, just there's so much loss that's not just death. We think often uh, that grief is death and that is true and that's what i'm i'm helping people with uh because you see um hurt turns to to um anger and anger bitterness and bitterness wrath and you just and we also have more suicide Basically. more suicidal ideation and if anybody is listening to this and you have a plan and you have a means and you're like i can't believe i'm listening to this right now this podcast happens to be playing I'm telling you right now to reach out, call 911, get the help that you need. But where does it all begin? I'll tell you where it begins. It begins because hurt turns to anger and there's a whole process. Hurt turns to anger, anger, bitterness. Bitterness will affect your health. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
2: bitterness turns to wrath, inner rage. Wrath turns to malice where you'll punch a wall if you're angry. Some men do that. Women do too. They usually throw things. And malice turns to murder. And that's suicidal ideation. I know I'm going a little bit deeper today, but I take, I, I take full advantage of this opportunity to say that reach out, call 911, you reach out to your doctor and all of that, but also ask yourself, is it that you don't want to live? Or is it that you don't want to live this way? If something changed about your environment, if chum, something changed about that almost sounded like chum change, didn't it? Chump change. But if something changed about your environment, would you want to live? I truly think, Dr. April, that there are people that think that they're suicidal and they are not. They just don't yeah. want to live this way. And that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. I want to help people see that life can be beautiful, though it's hard. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the microphone back for that to go deeper. Okay, yes.
1: And um, going off of what you said, in the sense of the crisis hotline, so if anyone is out there listening, um, a crisis hotline number that you can text or call is 1-800-273-8255. Or you can also text 741-741. We're going to take a short break and then we come back. And I also want to talk, I mean, this, the last two years have been wonderful having you on the show. And you're right that this world, we've dealt a lot with grief and how grief can sometimes, and I'll even share when we get back, how grief can turn into personal growth. We're going to talk about that when we get back.
0: Are you wanting a vacation in paradise? A vacation to rekindle the passion. A vacation without the kids. A vacation where you can learn how to communicate, where you and your partner actually hear each other and gain insight. If so, vacation counseling is your next vacation. Dr. April Brown has created vacation counseling in Southwest Florida as a perfect option for you and your partner. Our retreats are one couple at a time. We have a variety of packages available to choose from, including virtual couples retreats. If you and your partner are interested in the vacation counseling, Please visit us at vacationcounseling.com for more information on pricing and packages. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. To keep track of the latest news, stories, activities, or coupons on vacation counseling and Dr. April's other services, we encourage you to sign up to receive a monthly newsletter called Intimate Connections at draprilbrown.com. Remember, if you and your partner are struggling with communication and intimacy, and you all are looking for a retreat to connect, Vacation Counseling can be your next vacation in Southwest Florida.
1: Welcome back to the Bring in Intimacy Show, where intimacy is real. Okay, um, as we are coming back, we were just talking with Dr. Kelly and she was sharing with us Her new venture of going out, you know, starting next year to do more public speaking about grief and how to grow from it. And how sometimes when people are grieving, they have these suicidal thoughts because of loss. And as we look back at this whole two years, almost, it's almost been two years, 2020 and 2021, a lot of us have been grieving. Um, not, necessarily, not always just the grief of the loss of someone, but or through death, but the grief of relationship, which one thing that I had struggled with, the grief of things at work. Many of us have, yeah, our jobs are no longer the same jobs. The grief of friendships. I mean, there's so many people, sorry. There's so many people who have lost friendships solely because of politics or because of different things? Yes. Yes. Those
2: two things alone. I mean, you think of it brought to uh like the politics. Remember, we thought that, oh, come 2020, oh thank God it's 2020, right?
1: Right.
2: Uh, And then politics started to divide and then COVID took over. And the loss of relationships too can because people may have left their jobs. People were downsizing. They were working from home. And there was a loss of that because people left. I remember I lost two very close friends because they moved to a different place. And it Mm -hmm. was like, wow. And then I didn't realize that I was grieving at work. And I tried to communicate that to HR. And I said, listen, I said, it's hard to come on on campus. It's very Mm -hmm. difficult because it reminds me that things aren't
1: the same. Right. So, and for a lot of us, just, just exactly what you said, things are not the same. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. All of us, things are not the same. And when we're so used to things being a certain way, and then things dramatically change, and then we feel like there's holes in our lives. Like you know, I can Yes, yes, yeah. I can't. I don't know what's going up. I don't know what's going down. Everything's changing. Yeah, I'm like, and hey. What kind, of, what kind of cheese you want on this burger? Not Swiss cheese, it just has holes
2: in it. There's, it's a half a slice. Do I get a discount? Right. I mean, it, when there you are have
1: holes in your heart. Yes. When you have holes in your heart, can you imagine how that feels. I've been there. You're like, oh my gosh, does anyone care if I exist or not? And if you're yep. out there and if you're feeling that, there is hope. There is hope. Yes. Yes. You cannot give up on yourself. We just... are
2: body, we are mind, and we are spirit. What? And I've noticed that within this world, uh, like when some people reach out for help, they'll go to the doctor. Some people they'll go depending upon the doctor that they go to. It's uh they'll medicate the mind or they'll medicate. And that's fine. I'm not anti-medication. I, I walk, I could have walked to work, you know, or I could have walked to the post office but I had a vehicle and it got me there quicker. So I'm not anti-meds by saying this, but some people that's the first thing they'll do is throw meds at him. We're body, we're mind. So people will, they'll ask you what you're thinking. But when you start to talk about the spiritual element, that's when people can feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, okay, I can handle the mind. I, there's medicine, there's things for that. You know, what are you thinking? How are you sleeping? Body and mind. But
1: what about the spirit? That's the oxygen to the soul. Exactly. I think sometimes people um, have a hard time talking about the spirit. Because they think of the spirit as this authoritative parent. And I'm just going to say the word father. Yes. Yes. Um, And they're like, I cannot because I've disappointed or this. They see that their spirit as um, a person similar to a person here on earth. You know, or a parent that um, they may or may not have had a good relationship with. So of course, when I don't want to talk to that because I've done X, Y, Z, maybe I don't feel like I'm worthy of X, Y, Z or the other part of it, which a lot of us, I've been there too. (laughs) Um, Where you're so mad You're like if there was a person out there Why is my life so shitty Yeah Oh yeah
2: In fact uh, This uh, last week um, Yes I am going to go there Because we are authentic And we don't just stay at shallow things There was a tragedy in my community And a person was injured In a horrific accident Mm -hmm. and uh when I was trying to encourage one of the family members I said I understand that there could be anger at God like you don't want to talk about God because you know what where was he right or Yeah. yeah like what what oh well God has a purpose we don't know how to comfort people when they grieve because sometimes we don't know what to say right and we can say the wrong things Henry Nowen is uh he's a He's a dead Catholic priest, but he wrote The Wounded Healer. He wrote so many books, um, and one of them was The Wounded Healer, and he said that one of the things that you can do, is the best thing that you can do when you have nothing to say in these horror, horrifying things that we can't understand is the ministry of presence, right? Mm-hmm. But some sometimes we can be angry, and I know that there are people that are angry. Why would a child be abused sexually why would this happen why would that happen we have a lot of whys right um but remember it's spiritual things uh does not it doesn't have to do with the building i think another reason that people feel uncomfortable with it dr april is because when we talk about the spirit people think that's religion right Mm, right. we're not talking about religion right now right We're talking about spiritual things
1: of the spirit, Mm -hmm. the soul. And um, as you were just saying uh, about the wounded healer and from our earlier conversation about the earlier conversation about mindfulness. Yes. When shit happens, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling angry, you got to feel it. Yeah, that's why this ministry of present, you've got to actually feel it. You cannot um, pour it with alcohol. Right. You know, or go use other other things to not feel it. You know, um, this year I've had a tough year. I had a relationship that ended and it was tough for me, but I had to feel it. And it's in through feeling the hurt and feeling the pain where you can actually start to heal.
2: We have, it's, you know, and and I'm glad to hear you talk about that too, you know, because, (laughs) you know, so many people think that in order to, to offer advice, we have to have it all together. Well, you know what? Yes, we're both doctors, but but we are humans and we feel, and you have to feel to heal. And we could hide behind our intellect. We could hide behind all these degrees and different things that people have, but when it comes right down to it, you felt those emotions on such a deep personal level. And even though, I mean, you take a risk, you know, you're the founder of Bringing Intimacy Back Show, which is in its 11th year and is in like the top 200 podcast on relationships and, you know, Apple podcast, I think it is. And then what happens? You have a loss. So that's what we're talking about today personal growth, loss, and just like just engaging one another in this conversation that you all get to listen to. And so you suffered a loss, and then so, like, wow, shouldn't you have it together? Right? What were those thoughts? Share with us. Let's go a little deeper on this personal growth for you this year. Um, One of
1: the, one of those thoughts, especially in the beginning, was maybe I shouldn't even work. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't even, I should just, yeah curl up in my bed and cry. That that yeah. crossed your mind? Yes, yes, yeah. And that's okay to do for oh, a sure. day or so. Of course, you know, it's to grieve and all that. But it did. It, it caused that maybe I shouldn't do what I do. Mm. And well, so I, I understand when people want to hide and stop doing things or even if they're, um, you know, feel like they just want to leave this earth. Yeah. 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 But the spirit told me that I needed to get out of bed and go to work.
2: Yeah. So that goes back to that question when you talked about the people like, you know, this loss happened in your life. And then it's like uh, and then people can even think, well, hey, even leave this earth. Right. Right. So, So that's like this. So it's like. Is it that you don't want to live or is it that you don't want to live this way? If something changed about your environment and in that situation, and at that point, it was the loss of this relationship. Right. So we would like say, yeah, well, that's the issue that I am now alone. Right. So what would you say to those people that are listening that have endured a loss of a relationship and feel like an element of what you were feeling?
1: Right. I think part of it also, of course, is to get help to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. To know that sometimes um, and what I've learned and I knew this earlier, but <laughs> of course, it always comes back around is that um, many things in life are going to change, guys. Yeah, And some pe- sometimes people are in your life for a season, a reason. Um, be thankful for that time you know, but don't live in regret of like, oh my gosh, because it didn't work out or we're happily together for, you know, 50 years or whatever. Yeah, that's okay. Grow from it. then um, writing does help. Uh, actually, actually so, you're on book number four. I know. Actually, the books came out. <laughs> yes. This is something I've been requesting for the last five years. And Um, just to say, if you want your free copy, um, you sign up our newsletter and you get it, but, um, a free copy of one of, of one of the books, you get a free copy of one of the books. Yes.
2: Great. Yeah. Do they
1: get a choice on that? No, it'd just be the first book, but the first book talks about kind of what we're talking about, which is that intimacy with self. Yes. So even in the sense, yeah, which is where we're at right now. And making sure that you take care of yourself. If something happens, if you have grief or whatever the case, the worst thing you can do in grief is to beat yourself up. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can do. In fact, what you need to do on the flip side, because, you know, I was just thinking, if we see a hurting child or another hurting person, we go and comfort them. Yeah. And hug them and give them a Band-Aid. But when we're hurting, uh, there's a loss. Many times we look at ourselves and say, what did you do wrong? What could you have done better? How did you let this happen?
2: Yeah, that internal dialogue that can just be so overwhelming and exhausting. Exactly. Because that's that internal script that some people just keep repeating. Like back back in the day, I, I well, I've been doing public speaking for uh, over 20 years. And I remember back when there were... <laughs> cassette tapes, right? Yes. And I had this one uh, thing, which by the way, it's Bubbles and Blueberries, but I have three chapters done and I haven't done the rest of the book, right? But I had a cassette tape and I talked about the internal script, right? And that dialogue. And I held it up to this, I don't know, 300 women in the room at that conference. And I said, this is what we need to do to that. And I started pulling out. And for those of you that do not know what a cassette tape is, just imagine a CD with a bunch of string wrapped around it. And you just keep (laughs) pulling this cassette. And I just pulled that out. And it was just this big ball. And I gave them permission to just pull, stop thinking this way, right? Because thoughts do become actions. Uh, There's a proverb that says, as a man thinks, so is he. As mankind thinks, so is he, those thoughts become actions and habits become addictions and addictions become a way of life. If you truly want to change something, something about your life, you have to change the way you think. Mm -hmm. So those thoughts of you that just get this visual of you at that time, when you're like lying fetal in this bed, feeling like, wow, you know, this is just painful. I don't even know if I should work. I'm glad that you got up. I'm glad that you started writing and Mm I am sorry for your pain, Dr. April, but people will benefit from that.
1: Right. Right. And the other number
2: four of seven.
1: Right. Right. The other lesson is something you were saying earlier, which I did my best not to do is hurting people hurt people. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you got to realize that. So when you're hurting you have to realize that you, <laughs> there's a, I'm going to say a better chance, but when you're hurting, you're more likely to hurt someone if you're not aware of that.
2: Go deeper with that because that's profound. And I think I know what you're talking about, but go a little bit deeper for, for our listeners.
1: So when you're hurting... Um, whether it's like I was heard of a relationship, um, you can really be because you're so in, into yourself. Hurt other people, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this was this relationship, but you know, another friend could just say something or didn't um, meet you for dinner or whatever, and then all of a sudden you just blow up at that person, even oh, though you yeah. <laughs> were really upset hurt with this person over here,
2: or worse yet. We can take it out on somebody else. I remember um, I taught class one evening and I was done at 9.50 p.m. I went to a Walmart and I'm just buying a couple quick things. And I saw a woman with her child and she was yanking the child by the arm. And she just said, stop it. Like really like, and kind of yanked the kid's arm and was kind of really manhandling in like an abusive way, this child. And I looked and then I looked again and she did it again. And I went. Mm -hmm. I said to myself, I said, oh, please don't do it again. I don't want to have to report you. And at that point, I said, Kelly, do not let it happen again. And I walked up to the lady and I surprised her. And I said, excuse me, ma'am. And she snapped her head like, are you going to tell me I'm a bad mom? And I just, I was ready for it. Those eyes, I've seen them before. She snapped her head. And I said, excuse me, ma'am, who hurt you? Because I know it's not this child that I, I know you. love. She thought that I was going to be unkind and tell her she was a bad mother and get, you know, step back lady. And I just said, who hurt you? Because that hurt does turn to anger. And then we can hurt the people closest to us. Mm -hmm. And she started crying. She was expecting me to be aggressive and say that you're a bad mom. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't a bad mom, but she was hurting and she took it out to that, on that person who was closest to her. Very similar to my mother who told me, and she, she was really, she lost her temper a lot and she would, she would exceed the boundaries of what should have been, you know, discipline. Right. It was, it was bad, but she would come in our room. She told me as in a, when I was an adult and she said, we, I would kneel by your bed and cry mm. and pray. Mm. So. So anyway, yes, hurt people can hurt people. We're going to go a little bit deeper into this after our next break. Uh, Stick with us. So we're going to have a break here and then come back and talk more about personal growth with Dr. April Brown. And Dr. Kelly. And Dr. Kelly. (laughs) Renew your connection and your love in beautiful Costa Rica, February 27th through March 3rd, 2022. We'll make sure it happens. Vacation Counseling, Intimate Couples Retreat. Your next vacation. Enroll now at vacationcounseling.com.
1: Welcome back to the Bring In Intimacy Show, where intimacy is real. I know we were just talking about hurting people, hurt people. And then something just came up to me about um, the question that someone could ask, and I've had this asked: Well, what about the person that hurt me? Shouldn't I hurt them back? Hmm. And I was in that situation in the sense where um, my relationship was over, but this person needed um, help because of um, <laughs> COVID and yeah, and other things, yeah. And I could have just turned my back because it could have been like, it's not my problem. Right. It's not, this is not my problem. Hey, you said adios,
2: you said no to this. I mean, yeah. You so, still benefit from this? No. Yeah. yeah. Um, and- <laughs> You know why <laughs> you did not, that, right? You know why you showed compassion and because God told me to. Yeah. Yes. Because God told you and you listen to your spirit and that's who you are. Right. That's who you are, Dr. April. So sometimes if somebody teaches us differently or treats us differently, we respond for personal integrity because we're not going to act differently because somebody else acted differently.
1: That's who you are. You're quite amazing. No, it's not amazing, but it's just what it was. Yeah. And I knew I wasn't going to get anything from it, but yeah, yeah it's, that's what you do. You, yeah. And so I'm um, going, and I don't really believe revenge helps anything. Mm, and
2: then, I don't know. It, it, I like that Carrie Underwood song, you know, maybe he'll think before he cheats. I'm not saying <laughs> inferring that anybody cheated. Yeah. I'm just saying like, you know, revenge, like that. She picked up yeah. a bag, went after his truck. Um yeah. I'm just saying that uh, revenge doesn't help, but sometimes there is a good, healthy sublimation, which basically yes. means I'm not saying pick up a bat and go after somebody's truck. Remember when we went and we threw axes? Yes, I was just about to say, was, what you're talking about is that release. Sublimation, an acceptable form of aggression, means find a rage room, uh, go bowling. Uh, there's lots of things that are acceptable form of aggression. <laughs> you don't have mm-hmm. to do those things. And then sometimes they do say, kill them with kindness. Right. Right? And that seems to me like you did that,
1: but you did that because that's who you are. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm happy with who I am. Yes. And so, and through all that, um, you grow and just like I've seen you grow this year. Oh yeah. What? I can't even believe it. I'm talking about grief. Yes, and yes. You, you talked about me? a lot of things this year that you don't usually talk about. You
2: <laughs> No, yes. no, this this year has been very wonderful for me. I made a lot of decisions and you know, um I remember in my loneliness I almost went back to an ex. And then I said to myself, don't go digging in your past for your future. Mm-hmm. So yes. some of us in our loneliness we can do that. Loneliness is, well, I don't want to say it's a bitch, but it is a biatch. It's bad. Right. We can do things in our loneliness and make decisions. And that's when if you, are, you know, if you have your hand and those are the booty call text or the booty text or the, what mm. are they called? I don't know. What are they called?
1: Those texts? Yeah. Booty text or whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You just like, oh, or you're like, oh, I'll just send him a text. You know what? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Don't go digging in your past for your future. Exactly. Some things are just dead. Right. You're going to go there and dig up the corpse. No. Step forward. Be kind to yourself. It's time. I think. It is a booty call. I got a. I got a text from our executive (laughs) producer Monica. She said it is a booty call.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If something tells you to leave it alone, leave it alone. Yeah. I saw someone that I only had a few dates with this year, um, at the airport yesterday. Really? Yes. You just were yes. walking through the airport and saw them? Yes, yes, oh. yes. Interesting, this person's concept. <laughs> um, he, this person told me, you know what? I dated someone who didn't even like me for a year. He, this person's very arrogant. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> let's say yeah, that. I, I said I didn't like him. He goes, that's okay. I dated someone who didn't like me for a year. Say, what <laughs>
2: and you say yeah uh it could have been me <laughs> yeah but i but think that's it... not, no that's probably yeah. the farthest thing from from you what did you think when when he said that
1: well i think he thought just because he has money and he can buy anything oh yeah yeah that that's yeah does the, well, put it ma- in your mattress
2: because that's what you're going to be sleeping with mr yes yeah.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter if the girl likes me or not. That doesn't matter.
2: So. You know what's saddest about that is that people like that are lonely and don't even know it. Right. That's, right. that's really sad for me because um, not, I'm not sad for them. I'm just sad that that exists. Mm-hmm. And, that some of and, us in that right. and
1: quite a few people, I mean, like one of my clients who, Does have a lot of money, but he's so focused on that, that he's just not focused on the love that he has around him. And that's what we see a hearse pulling a U-Haul. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And relationships are everything. You know what, Dr. April? Um, I am. I moved
2: from Southwest Florida to one of the, I mean, in Northern Michigan, and I am like making so much less money. (laughs) you know, and I have never been happier. I have, Uh, I, since I can't even remember the time I was this happy. It's true contentment and mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with money. I mean, um, it's just so much less, a different lifestyle. I mean, per income, right? but some people are motivated by money and other people are motivated by other things, but there's nothing wrong with making money. Even scripture says a servant is worthy of his hire. Exactly. You know? And so I, so I do plan on making some, I'm just settled right now. I'm in that contentment. I'm in the gestation phase of what's going, God is going to be doing in my future with this microphone and the ability to uh, travel and make a difference. Uh, I might not, I'm not even traveling right now because here we are, but, mm-hmm. um, but we're on the springboard and it feels good. Mm-hmm. so as far as a new co-host goes uh, what are you going to do about that
1: what are we going to do about that well putting out some feeders out there on social media you know if you're listening and you're like oh i think i would wouldn't mind being a co-host with dr april or yeah um there's things out there on linkedin instagram facebook right you now And by the way, this is, uh, an episode
2: that is airing right now in November of 2021. So if you're listening to this and it's 2023, uh, double check that, but, (laughs) uh, but, but for those of you that are listening in the next X amount of weeks and all of that, um, reach out draprilbrown.com or bringing, no, bringing intimacy back.com. Yes,
1: definitely. You can See it everywhere. And in the sense of a host, it's someone um, just like someone like you, just the challenge and uh, that we can grow. Right. You don't have to know all the answers. You don't even have to say all the right things. You just have to be authentic, be able to be vulnerable is what I told you.
2: Yes. (laughs) Oh, that was the question you asked me. Are you willing to be
1: vulnerable? (laughs) yes and
2: now I was like what like what for what (laughs) yes yes
1: yes and look how beautiful I mean you've like a wow yeah like a beautiful flower that just blossomed yeah and I'm ready for a relationship too yes I know I'm and before you like um April I don't want you to talk we can't talk about this 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 oh I gave a list didn't I yes you did (laughs) That's funny. It's so yes, funny. Yes. And part of it was because you wanted to, not you wanted to, but you were really, um, I wouldn't take control, but you really didn't want to mess up certain aspects of your work environment and this environment with these group of people. Yeah. So yeah. I put you in a box.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm out of, I'm out of the boxes. I'm, I'm ready. I'm on the springboard and what I want for you. And for those of you that also may be listening and you have a podcast or you have something that you believe would, you'd be a good guest. You're like, you know what I have, I have this book and you, or you want to delve deeper in one of the concepts that we talked about today. You can be a guest on the Dr. April Brown show or the bringing intimacy back show. But we, we really look for those guests that have, you know, whether they have, uh, they've been in, they're in private practice, they have a book, they have something that can share on emotional intimacy, um, sexual intimacy, spiritual intimacy, and uh, that you believe would
1: benefit our listeners. Yes, right? definitely. Yes. And before we get to the upcoming shows, um, do we bring intimacy back into your life, Dr. Kelly?
2: Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. And you
2: know what, where it started was with myself. And yeah. I yeah. And that's where it started. And I think that we have to do our own emotional work so that um, we can accept that the next gift. But I also believe that I'm healthier now and going into a relationship, I wouldn't be bringing that U-Haul.
1: You know? Right. Right, right, and in the book that I um, my first book is improving intimacy, um, self, spirit, and spouse, and there is that self part, and I wrote even a second book on that. It's all about you, but that self intimacy, is critical. It's in all the religions. Um, love thy neighbor as thyself, and when we love ourselves, we don't talk trash about ourselves. We don't put ourselves down. We feed ourselves. There's so many people that don't go around (laughs) eating. We also make sure that we rest our bodies and give our body and our mind time to rest because that is also critical because that resting um, actually heals the mind.
2: Oh, yes. We only uh, heal when we sleep. Your body builds up that serotonin and the things that combat stress. It's quite interesting, uh, that whole dynamic. In fact, you'll go to the doctor and they ask you, they always, they ask, how are you sleeping? And there is a correlation between depression and and not sleeping and suicidal ideation and not sleeping. And then everybody has kind of going back into the deep, but I feel it's very important that people know that if you are depressed, there are people that there's a difference between depression and burnout, right? Burnout is things that you would otherwise enjoy doing feel like work. Depression has significant symptoms. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it feels good for me to, to be happy. You can't fake, I can't fake happy. You can fake a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? I mean, whatever. Uh, You can fake a lot of things. Yes. You cannot fake happy. You truly can't. But there's difference. It's not just happiness. Because people say, oh, you're such a happy person. It's but joy. It is joy. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and peace in those things. And it's just like, uh, it feels good. And I'm just so grateful for your friendship. There's a lot of love today. I feel it. But I'm really looking forward to our upcoming shows. And um, specifically, let me pull, pull yeah. this. Yeah. So- Oh, oh yeah. We're looking for some guests in February, right?
1: Dude? Right. We'll for some guests in February. And in upcoming November, on November 28th, we actually have the Laughing Love Bugs, Laugh Yoga. December 2nd, we have Susan Falter. Um, and then November 11th, but you think, I'm sorry, November, it must be November 18th. November 18th, because we're on November 11th. So November oh, 18th, we of Jerry. Nair. Oh, that's December.
2: Yeah, he's actually the author of Erasing the Margin, and he's very poetic. And I know Jerry, and I'm really looking forward to that as well. I like okay. it. People can help us think outside of the box. And that's right. what Erasing the Margin
1: is. Okay. Um, Awesome. And actually, I need to make a correction. November 18th is next week. And that's the Laughing Love Bug. So we're going to laugh next week.
2: Oh, yeah. That is yeah. really fun. I met them on Clubhouse. And then during Thanksgiving week, we're going to have uh, uh, the show. Do we know which show we're going to do for that?
1: Oh, okay. Oh, during Thanksgiving week. That's one of our favorites with one of our favorite people. <laughs> oh, Dr. yeah. Kelly. Yes. And Ginny. Yes. Yes. Right. Cult- Cultural intimacy. Yes. Yes. So,
2: uh, right. Jenny Big Crow, um, who is an Oglala Lakota Sioux Indian from Pine Ridge Reservation. And yes. course, you know, Thanksgiving, it's like, why are we talking about cultural intimacy? Well, like, you know, the you know, historical trauma, like the white man shows up with the blankets here, have these blankets and small pox or whatever the disease was. Um, but so how does somebody from Pine Ridge, South Dakota, meet somebody in Florida. And how do we become friends? Yes. Because of a hurricane. So <laughs> yes, uh, it was one of the hurricanes in Southwest Florida where I met this person. So all that to say that will be a rerun, but it will be something that I think would benefit many people.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for this. Was, this hour went by pretty quick. It did. Yes, yes, yes. So I really am glad we had this time to um, talk.
2: Me too. I just felt like we just had a good old conversation, and other people got to listen.
1: Yes, yes, and it was an intimate conversation, and I really do appreciate. You. Thank you. Thank yes. you, April. Yeah, definitely. So if you're out there listening, this has been the Bringing Intimacy Back show, we're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Also on LinkedIn, check us out. Sorry, (laughs) check us out and we'll go from there. I don't know if you, sorry about that. Check us out and we will go from there. Great.